Good morning, my fellow wrestling fans. It is a bright, shiny, foggy Monday morning here in East Texas. I am your host, Matt Granberry, and I am welcoming you to another illustrious edition of Regular Guy Wrestle Talk. Hope everyone is doing well. Hope everyone is being safe. Hope everyone is enjoying their pro wrestling wherever you're getting it, whatever genre you're getting it. I gotta say, this past week has given me a lot to talk about today, and I just, I don't know how to put it into words, but I'm going to try my best. Got two topics I want to cover today, so let's go ahead and just dive right in. First of all, let's address the misuse of the ultra-talented people that Vince McMahon has on his roster. Now, if you've listened to the show for any number of time, you'll know that I don't think very highly of Vince McMahon as a booker. I respect him for what he's done in the wrestling business. I respect, you know, for putting wrestling on a global stage. But let's just face it. The old man is not... He's not using the talent that he used to use. I mean, Andrade has asked for his release, and reportedly it has been denied. I don't know why. If you're not going to use the man, why keep him around? Why keep paying him? Same thing with Aleister Black. We have not seen Aleister Black or Andrade on TV in what? A couple of months? If you're not going to use them, why keep them around? Then there's Ricochet. Then there's Keith Lee. I'm sure there, then there's Bobby Roode. I'm sorry. Yes, Bobby Roode is being on TV. Yes, he's being used. But not the way that I think... Vince is not tapping into the talent that is Bobby Roode. We all know how good he is. We all know how good Keith Lee is. If you followed his career from the Indies to NXT, you know how good he is. It just seems like, once again, Triple H is knowing how to use these guys' talent to maximize their talent in their in-ring performance, and Vince is not. Now, am I one of those people that are saying, oh, Vince should retire and Triple H should take over? Well, yes, I am. I've said that many, many times. My thing is, if a talent comes to you, you as a promoter, if a talent comes to you and says, I don't want to be here anymore, and you know, you look at your notes, you look at your plans, and you have no plans for him whatsoever, you haven't thought anything through for him, why keep him around? Release him. Let him go. Let him spread his wings. But we all know how of a control freak Vince McMahon is. Now, again, you're a WWE fan. You're a Vince McMahon fan. Okay. Again, I respect the man as a business person and for what he's done in the past. But, again, here, lately, 
here, it was probably in the past five years, how much talent has he misused and then wandered off, excuse me, wrong choice of words, have left, because they didn't wander off anybody, anywhere, they wanted to get out of there, how much talent has WWE either released or when their contract is up, they don't re-sign, and then they go somewhere else, and they shine like the star that they are, and they prove everybody, they prove everybody wrong. In this case, it's going to be the same thing with these four individuals. Now, Keith Lee, since he has been on TV, he's probably got a shot. But Ricochet, Tommy, Tommy End, Alistair Black, whatever you want to call him, Andrade, especially those first two, especially those last two, excuse me, those last two, if, you've, if you haven't been on TV for a couple of months, chances are you're not going to be on TV for the remainder of your contract. Or if you are, it's going to be very, very, very seldom. You look at Eric Young. What happened to him? He wrestled, what, twice in five years? He basically just sat at home, collected a paycheck. And that's the worst thing for a pro wrestler. Well, most pro wrestlers. It's just sitting at home doing nothing. If you're not going to use them, let them go. That's all I'm saying. What? I mean, you're WWE. You're still the biggest dog in the yard. You're still the biggest promotion in the world. Okay? As good as AEW is, as good as MLW is, as good as New Japan is, as good as many other promotions are, they still don't have the production value of WWE. So you're still the big, you're still the lead dog. And you have been, and you continue will be for many years to come. If you're not going to use the talent, let them go. Just let them go. Now on to the second subject of this doubleheader, if you want to call it that. Jim fucking Cornette. <sighs> Honestly, I used to like the guy, but now he's a piece of shit. He's an old, out-of-date piece of shit who just needs to go away. If you're a fan of Jim Cornette, hey, you might want to shut the podcast off right now. Because the guy is just worthless. He is trying to cling to whatever notoriety he still had. And what does he do? He's become a shock. He's become a shock jock. No one pays attention to him, so he makes shocking statements to get him views and likes and whatnot. And his followers, the cult of Cornet, and that's what they are because they hang on his every little freaking word, just soak it up like sponges. And they come to his defense just, uh, oh, well, he he was ref- referencing a 1970s cartoon character. He wasn't, he wasn't calling her a whore. Bullshit. Yes, he was. But kudos, kudos to Miro for standing up 
for her. Mero, I know this this podcast will probably never ever reach your eardrums, and that's fine. But if it ever does, Miro, I want to say I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. You did the right thing. And kudos to you, sir, for doing what was right. In this day and age, you can't say things like that. I know there's still freedom of speech, but <coughs> come on. Use your use your damn common sense, Jimmy. Oh, wait, I forgot. You don't have any. I mean, why would you say something like that about her? You don't know her. You, you, you don't, you've had, what? I mean, maybe your paths cross once in a while. And to say Miro is a great value Ryback, please. Come on. Now you're just kidding yourself. Now you're just trying to, you know, say, oh, I'm Jim Cornette. I managed the Midnight Express, blah, blah, blah. I, I've won championships all over the Mid-South. And blah, 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 blah. Dude, just go away. Just seriously, Jim Cornette, go away. I, I've tried to be respectful. You know, I know I've gone off on Vince McMahon on this show. I have, but, with, but I had justification. There was no justification in what Jim Cornette said about Penelope Ford. <coughs> Excuse me. No justification whatsoever. There, it was absolutely... It was despicable. It was horrible. And Jim Cornette is a piece of shit. And him and Vince Russo should just, you know, move in together because they're two pieces of shit. I, you know, I'm sorry, Jim Cornette. No, no, you know, I'm not sorry. Jim Cornette is stuck in 1980 where he thinks, you know, this, this is the way wrestling should be done. No, wrestling has evolved. Wrestling has gotten better. Wrestling has leveled up. And the fact that you're stuck in a bygone era... <coughs> That does, you know, I'm sorry. You think wrestling should be done this way? Well, you're not in charge of wrestling, Jim. Hell, you never were. Yeah, you might have booked some matches for Vince back in the day. Yeah, you might have wrote wrote some storylines for Vince back in the day, but that was back in the day. That's not here or now. It's time. Well, you have a little... A little cult following that basically, you know, they can't move forward unless Papa Jim says so. And I'm sorry. Women are not the sex objects they were back in the day. They're just not. Okay? They are highly skilled athletes that combine brains and beauty into some of the best wrestling on the face of the planet. And if you don't believe me, just look around. Look around what the women have done. What the women continue to do. 
So, fuck you, Jim Cornette. Go away. Don't come back. Please leave us alone and shut your mouth. It's probably not going to happen, unfortunately. But a man can dream. So, all right. There's one other subject that I've wanted to touch on. And uh, I didn't know whether to talk about this or not, but but I am, because I have to, because this is therapy for me. Uh, there was a certain promoter of a certain promotion. <coughs> I will not mention either by name. Because I said so in a tweet that I sent out that I was never going to mention their names ever again. The promotion, I'm not so mad at. The roster, I have no issue with whatsoever. The roster is an amazing group of people that I've interacted with on so many times. They're amazing. It's the owner. I will not mention his name, but he lied. He lied to a bunch of us. He lied to a bunch of podcasters that supported him that gave us gave up our time and our effort invited him on our shows and if this ever reaches his, his eardrums many of you know who I'm talking about and I have to say this fuck you fuck you you piece of shit go to hell never come back go join Jim Cornette in the piece of shit retirement home. You dis- you despicable, low-life scum of the earth. I hope you never, ever come around pro wrestling ever again. Just go away. Don't ever bother us again. It's, it's all about honesty. Honesty in pro wrestling is so important. Honesty in pro wrestling is cornerstone. Especially when it comes to us fans. We want you to be honest about everything. We know it's a choreographed fight. We know it's storyline. But we want you to be honest about that. We buy into your product. And we want you to be honest with us as promoters, as performers, as as the guy selling t-shirts in the corner. Be honest with us. We, We give of our money, our time, our effort to support those who we think are being honest with us, who are being trustworthy with us. And when you don't, you get what you get. And we feel no sympathy for you. When the meet, when, when all those wrestlers got called out in the Me Too movement, they got what they deserved. Okay. Some of them are still around, but they got what they deserved. The backlash that they got was deserved. They fucked up, and they were paying the consequence. This guy, this promoter. 
He fucked up. And now he's paying the consequence. And I feel no sympathy for him. No sorrow for him whatsoever. Am I perfect? No. I've messed up before. But at least I've had the balls to stand up and say, I messed up. No. He hid like a coward. He hid. He lied. And he broke that trust. And he gutted us. It's still painful. To this day. Because I loved that promotion. Many of us did. Loved that promotion. It was one of the best independent promotions out there. A shining light. It was great. But now, it's done. It's over with. We have to live with the fact that this piece of trash, this piece of shit took everything away from us. There's a roster out there of great individuals, great performers, that now have to scramble to find bookings. And if you know who these these roster members are, if you're an independent promoter, book these guys. Book these people. Book these individuals. They'll put butts in seats for you. But it still hurts. As far as this individual goes, he can go to hell, stay there, and and never and never hear a word from him again. As far as pro wrestling. As far as the promotion, I hope somebody buys it from him, brings it back, and runs it honestly. Whether that's gonna happen or not, I don't know. Unfortunately, he still owns the rights to this promotion. He still owns the promotion. But I wish somebody would take it from him. I know that would mean giving this cocksucker money. But to pry it loose and to bring it back as something great, that would be awesome. Whether that happens or not, I I have no idea. Guys, promoters, again, I'm just a little little bitty old piddly podcast, okay? Nothing special. But if this ever reaches the eardrums of any promoter in the pro wrestling business out there, be honest. Don't do what this piece of trash did. Don't do that. Please. Don't do don't do the crime that he did. Don't and don't hide it. Yeah, he would have gotten backlash. But if he admitted he, he was wrong and he was trying to better himself, the promotion may still be alive. May. I don't know. All I know is I want nothing to do with this individual. 
a bunch of podcasters don't want anything to do with this individual. And I feel better now. Thank you for letting me get on my soapbox. I appreciate it. Thank you for being patient with me, guys. I did, you know, I just need to get that off my chest. I really do appreciate that. Thank you so much. And with that being said, this concludes another episode of Regular Guy Wrestling Talk. I want to thank everybody out there who listens to me. Like I said, not looking for numbers. I'm just glad that some of you out there think I'm enjoyable to listen to. Thank you so much for your support. I appreciate it so much. Guys, have a great day. Be safe out there. Continue to support each other in our love of pro wrestling. And guys, just be be good to each other. Be good to each other. Life will be good to you. That should be on a t-shirt. I need to call somebody. All right. Anyway, guys, love you guys. We'll see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye.